0: And just the way we hold our body is such a vital part of practice and something that we can sometimes kind of skip over. As though, you know, we get need to get to the real part. The breathing part, maybe. But the way we hold our body really is a an integral part of how we meditate. So just noticing the alignment of the spine, so that you're sitting upright in a way that you can be alert, and yet still relaxed, have a softness to your body. And so, sitting in this upright posture, then we try to let go to release tension holding, letting the body soften. So this intentional softening and relaxing Is a way we express on the physical level the kind of attitude we want to bring to the mental level, softening the mind, softening the heart. Well, Certain specific parts of the body tend to hold tension. So it can be helpful to intentionally relax the jaw, the belly, the shoulders. As we relax, we feel the body being drawn to the earth. This is the power of gravity, always drawing us towards that center. So, as we soften, then, there can also be this sense of becoming grounded as we connect with the earth. Sense of stability. Again, a, a stillness in the body that becomes expressed, the stillness in the mind and heart. And even as thoughts continue to move through the mind, if we tune in, we can often pick up that Stillness that exists behind the thoughts takes a subtle observing, but it's there, there for us to access. Bringing attention into the body is a fundamental aspect of mindfulness practice. And opening to sounds is another element of this practice. Mindfulness isn't a practice of blocking out the world or closing off the senses. It's an openness, an acceptance of what is, a non-contention Rather than trying to control the mind, we observe the mind. We observe our sense experience. Rather than seeing sounds as distractions, we see them as experiences to be explored, only a problem if we make them a problem. awareness of body, awareness of sounds. It's helpful to also acknowledge and open to mood, emotion, what's present in that realm. There can be a tendency to overlook this, to think that by meditating, we will create some mood that we want to be in. But if we don't acknowledge where we're starting from, then at times an underlying mood can infiltrate our meditative experience. We may not understand why we're having certain types of thoughts until we see that there's a certain emotion that's driving those thoughts. So instead of suppressing or trying to jump over or ignore our emotions, we open to them, just as we open to sounds and sensations, whether pleasant or unpleasant, or neutral, just tuning in, letting the emotions move through us, energies, in the body, in the mind, in the heart. This is the... Basic landscape of experience, sensations, sounds, moods, and thoughts, of course. We work with the breath to give the mind a particular object, a specific (coughs) object use as a focus, as a steadying element. The breath as a felt experience, not as a concept or an idea, but as a physical experience, the sensation of breathing at the nostrils, or the sensation of the movement the belly the rising and falling we find one of those points and that comes into focus into the foreground body and sound and mood are still there but they move into the background unless Something strong happens in one of those realms. And we guide the attention to the breath. And here we are faced with the challenge of effort. How to make effort without struggle, without grasping, without judgment or aggression. We make an effort to be with the breath in, out, one breath after another. But there is no expectation, nor is there a grade that we get for being good at paying attention to the breath. It's merely a tool for quieting and centering the mind. But even as we activate that tool, we find ourselves swept away with the thoughts, thoughts that seem to run like a stream continuous stream through the mind. Before we can even get to a point of quieting the mind, we have to learn to accept those thoughts. The mind will settle in its own time, in its own way. But we can't make it quiet, we can't stop it The struggle to quiet the mind actually creates more agitation. Then how are we expected to make an effort to be with the breath? This is the first great challenge of practice, to discover through our own trial and error, through our own practice, how to make an effort without struggling, without criticizing ourselves, without Setting up some idea of achievement, or non-achievement. This is the role of loving-kindness in mindfulness practice, making a gentle, kind effort.